And we're back. Howler's Podcast. Aww. Starting off with a question for you all. Another fun prompt. All right. These are three players. We're going to go uh, start off one by one. Mm-hmm. So what would these players be if they weren't footballers? Excellent. Number one, Erling Holland. Tristan. Bus driver. <laughs> uh, I would say a farmer. He takes a lot of pride in his ability. to farmer's a great. A tractor. Yeah. Yeah, bus driver was just what I was going to say, no matter who the player was. <laughs> but was uh, Farmer's good. He's got the body for it. He's got kind of a burly boy build, honestly. <laughs> would you trust? In the face of a baby on that body. If, but If he was a bus driver, would you trust your kids getting on a bus with him? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I'd have I don't to know. talk he, to him a few I feel times. like he probably drives really fast. <laughs> you think? Yeah. He's kind yeah. of like a high like a high paced individual. Like I feel like he's had a lot of energy. Yeah, like he's just always revving to go. Erling Holland, I could see maybe working in like, like being like the tech support guy. <laughs> like if you're at work and your computer's not working and he comes up and you're like, whoa, I didn't, I wasn't, no, I didn't expect this, but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. you're here to fix my computer. <laughs> like, and he's, the way he speaks too, he's just sort of like very matter of fact and like kind of like a tech guy would. So I feel yeah. like he would maybe work in the tech industry. He is also like soft spoken. I feel like yeah. a lot of like IT people are like very quiet. Uh, Jalen? I was going to say a uh, club promoter. Oh, that's, that's good, too. I was going to say DJ. Yeah, He's yeah, got the hair yeah. for it, for he's got, sure. He's got the look of a DJ. Uh, I think he's just so European. Oh, Jay, that's a really so, good one. He's yeah. like, in a, like a tight like in a tight shirt that has no sleeves. The black leather yeah. Chelsea boots. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you had, you had bus He's going to sell you you-know-what in the bathroom if he catches you in oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you had bus driver, farmer... <laughs> Um, club, club I like promoter. I like tech support better. Tech support <laughs> not, not bus driver. <laughs> I bet there's bad. somebody else on the list I'll think might be a bus driver. So I'm saving that one actually. Okay, so next up we have Declan Rice. What would he oh, be? Oh, dude, that's bus driver because he's really friendly, and I feel like kids love him. And he would pull up to the house and be like, "Hi, Mrs. Whatever the hell," and the kids would run and they go, "Hi, Declan, I'll see you at three. And they bring at Christmas, they bring him out like some like pumpkin bread or something, and he's like, "Oh, thank you. You didn't have to do that." And they're like, "Thanks for driving my shitty kid to school every day. Like, you're great." He's got bus driver energy, but in the opposite way Holland does, in that he's very like friendly and he's smiling yeah. like a goofball. He's a man of the people. family oriented. Just sticks his head yeah. out the door and waves, and you're like, "My kid's gonna be okay." Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I would say. Plumber, I think. Really? <laughs> I think he's got a. I think he's got a blue collar edge to him. Where like, again, West good with roots? people. Like you'd welcome him into your house. He'd he's he's able to fix things like Arsenal's midfield. So oh, okay. I, I think that, or at least the defensive side of their midfield. So I think, I think if he was a plumber, and he, he's gritty, like yeah, plumbers are gritty. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'd rep the plumber's crack too. Like maybe he'd go all the way. <laughs> He's, so he's probably like, got a decent crack. Just saying, you know, most yeah. plumbers aren't really in shape, but he's in great shape. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I mean, but then it's nice like, ah, whatever. Yeah, it's clean. <laughs> from what I can tell, some leakage from, back from what there. I gather, yeah. From what I know, he has good. He has I can't a good see crack. anything yeah. from across the room, so I'm going to assume that it's awesome. clean crack. But I never see. I've never seen him in like an off the field fit. I feel like he's the, he's the player that always just wears like the training, no, training top pants. No, so he like, wear he dresses up. Yeah, Does he? Well, like yeah. Dressing up yeah. as like blue jeans and a he, fucking. He's, he wears like the football. Yeah, he's like a, a crazy he's a fashion. He's a fashionable. He's like someone that needs to fashion. give up on fashion. He's more like. Oh my God. Just <laughs> like Trent. Trent, did you see what he wore to that freaking Yeah, he looks he fly. Looked, he's definitely, I, I he's he definitely like more conservative he like fashion. Uh, I don't know. He's yeah. like classic British fashion, I think, Declan. He should go polo and blue jeans and just tuck it in and say this is classic British fashion. Is that. Jeans and a oh, it's like sweater vest it's like with if you're rich and have money, he's wearing what you think it would be yeah. in England. Boxy like they wore fashion, in the 18th century. 
No, like a, now. like a really baggy sweater that's also a crop top somehow, and then like crazy baggy <laughs> jeans, but like shiny boots. He dresses like, like yeah. the guy from Wallace and Gromit. Well, he's going to yeah, be a plumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most football, he's going to be a plumber. Uh, Jalen. Mine was uh, the local PE teacher. Great Ooh. pick. <laughs> Great pick. I would say, sub. like I was also going to maybe say substitute teacher, <laughs> but physical education teacher is excellent decision. I think that's him. I think he just has a personality for it. it well liked in all these professions right. too. At the, you know, it's yeah, he's going to be plumber? well liked in whatever he. I mean, people would like him in his house. He'd be nice to you know. You're chatting to the plumber like all day when he's yeah. working on your. He's fixing your shitter. Like yeah, he'd, <laughs> he'd be a cop for me. Cop. cop? Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I mean, he's like a. He's got the high and tight. High and tight. Like he, yeah, he's. I feel like he's a. Uh, He's like a sergeant or something. Like he's just a cop. That's another know. really good pick, honestly. I think he would be a good cop. Yeah. But um all right. as opposed to Holland, where if Holland rolled up in a cop car, I'm like, you're a dirty cop. You're not a real <laughs> cop. You're definitely someone pretending to be a cop a right Viking, now. Viking cop. <laughs> um last but not least, Virgil Van Dyke. Ooh. I would go head of a very rich person's private security team. <laughs> He never oh. is not wearing sunglasses or a black suit or standing within the vicinity of where the person is. And when he's beckoned, they just go, and he comes over and he <laughs> bends over and they whisper. You never hear what's said to him or what he's saying, but you know that he's like in heavily in charge of everyone's lives. That's yeah. what I, that's that, right away. I'm like, that is very like good. secret service. Maybe I was going to go a professor like Intr- a pre- professor of what? I don't know. Psychology. Like kicking aer- ass. <laughs> Like aerospace or physics, maybe. I feel like he's like very profound in what he says, and he could be like some very studied, well spoken professor that like all the and he does wear those like little glasses sometimes. He'd wear them down on his nose. He'd be uh, a professor that you listen to, I think. I w- maybe even like a hairdresser. Could you guys see that? <laughs> like, like really strong, handsome hairdresser who's like, he does like his, uh, like care products, his skin yeah. care and everything. I watched yeah. like the 10 things he couldn't live without. And he, two of them were, one was like a hair product and one was like lotion. <laughs> so, Roy maybe like he'd that. work no, in he like uh, L'Oreal. He's so angry. <laughs> Jalen, who are you? Uh, I'm going a little bit, I'm going a little bit looser. I feel like he would own like a surf shop, hair down. Really? Hair like a, like a, you Jason think he's like that? Kind of yeah, yeah. Just hanging yeah. out. Big, big dude. You know, a little free flowing. I like to think that he's that laid back to where he could be like the guy in flip flops behind the counter. Like, I think is that all today, brother. You want? We got some other tanks in the back. Like, serves. I do up. like that, but he, he's pretty scary. I, that would be the only thing. I'm like, <laughs> am I walking into a trap right now? Maybe he's I a think, double agent, mm, surf guy, and mm-hmm, what you mm-hmm. pointed out. I think he'd be an actor. Also a good pick. What would I you cast him in? What I, kind of role? Um. I think I'd cast him in like a Christopher Nolan movie or something. I would even say because of his size and stature, you could like make him like a leather face, like also, put a mask on him and make him murder people. And then it would actually be pretty like also acting because he's really good at, you know, pretending mm. to be something that he's not. <laughs> so an elite Ooh. defender. Is yeah. that what you're going with that? Oh, like wow. an elite defender. That's crazy. You, you really picked him and thought about that for three hours. Yeah, just that's so you could crazy. Say no, I thought about that like right now. Yeah, whatever. It's you fresh said. off the top. Uh, you're, really you're, doing, you're doing a good <laughs> job really as an actor. Connor, so that's all I. That's all I needed to do. Oh, you're so. Um, so like Andre Onana is second best goalkeeper in the league. Maybe Verge just because he, he could be any of these things because he's good at no matter what. He so does. You said professor. I said secret. The head of Secret Service. You said surf shop owner, right, or yeah, something along those yeah. lines. And you said actor. Yeah, actor. That is yeah. some spread, guys. We all went like very. I think everybody got kind of a spread. Besides maybe Declan, who's like the. 
Hunky dory neighbor. He's a, he's a cop. He's a cop. He's Ned Flanders, if he's anything. He's closer to Ned Flanders. He's Wallace than... from Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, Damn, let's, splendid. Let's kick it off. I seriously think I'm losing like my hearing with how loud this is sometimes. Really? The intro, yeah. Of more heavy guitar riff. It's just. <laughs> Slowly eating away your Something. ears. Yeah. Soon you're going to be like, what? What did he say? <laughs> the old lady in SpongeBob. Let's get the points. As Connor just reminded me, we only had five matches this weekend. So when going through these tallies, keep that in mind, especially when going through my tallies. Uh, we'll start with Andrew since alphabetically you had three this week. You weren't the winner or loser. So you, you're there. Yeah, it's alphabetical. Andrew had three. <laughs> That's so excited. Connor, three perfect picks this week for a grand total oh, of 10. Wow. So what? On five games? On five games. That's pretty oh insane. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't remember the last time anyone got three or more perfect uh, a lot of season left still but i'd say for those for those behind connor which is all of us we we need to start to have a collected effort here because he is kind of running Take away with notes. it at this point and it was so close shit. up until I then i feel like it was shit. only a couple of weeks ago that you really pulled away from the rest of the crowd unless i'm well, andrew's down in the i cannot believe i'm uh, the week i picked it the right result was not for my team. So. This well, is just this the tally the all time tally is just for this season, right? Yes. Yeah, all time tally is just I was for the season. Cooking the last oh, two weeks. Yeah. I, I definitely was. Yeah, whatever, man. Next just week I'll have we living I'll, in the past. I'll make sure the whole I'm we have this season saying. tally next week. Uh Jalen, you had six this week on one perfect pick, so you finished second. Uh Tristan had two. I had two. Oh, Speaking oh, third person two. now. Yeah, two. Oof. Really, really bad. And the, my last like four or five weeks have been really bad too. Like I, you've well cleared me the last five weeks. I think. Not in the total standings, <laughs> but like, but you've made up ground. That's for sure. You're not yeah, super far now. You're definitely not the furthest in last. But Everton baby, Everton baby. Uh, <laughs> Newcastle versus City. A lot to talk about this game for either side. We had another Newcastle serious injury, which is the last thing they needed, but the headline was Kevin De Bruyne coming back, was it not? I mean, could you could you go any other direction in starting than, than Mr. KDB? No. No, I think, I mean, it looked like, I mean, he said in the post, um, post-match press conference that he doesn't have a full 90 in him, but sure. if, you're, if, you're getting that, if you're getting that much out of him in 25, 30 minutes, to look so fresh and so, like, sharp, even with that much time, you don't really see that often with players. Yeah, um, and he was is so impactful off the bench. Yeah, that goal. Uh, I loved watching it because it was where the ball was at his feet, but he wasn't actually making contact. He was more doing like, "Let me get my body in a position to where I can kick this," and just the pass into the bottom corner. It's it. A lot of guys are good enough to make the game look easy. That gets said probably a little too much, but he is. I mean, he's the definition of someone who makes the game look easy. That's probably the number one person you'd go to when, when describing a player like that. But, I mean, yeah. insanity. I was sick watching that. Like, I mean, I wasn't because I was in awe, but it's just like that's what happens when you watch City and you bet or hope against City. Then they bring a player like him on and he turns the game on its head in 20 minutes and you're just like, well, this is... Uh, season done and dusted maybe <laughs> i hope not i, I hope not. not too but it i mean with and that was without holland so like they're still down a key player in mm-hmm. that matchup maybe mm-hmm. they do concede goals but like with de bruyne coming back and what he's capable of he's gonna put balls places that are just perfect 
for Jalen. I see you looking up. <laughs> for Holland. But like that, I think I was most impressed. I was trying to look at I was most impressed. Andrew's eye. Yeah, I, was no, like, I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I was most impressed. Connor, with we're trying to do a podcast here, man. Please, yeah, can you yeah, your mind yeah, out the gutter yeah, yeah. for a second? But um, oh, man, was I was most stuff. impressed with the assist. That was insanity, the fact that he just picked that. And the, finish, the finish was unreal by yeah. Mr. Bob. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, Another guy I wanted to talk about, too, Mr. Oscar Bob, because City... If you you could maybe say in in ultra recent years they've not given the youth a totally fair shot. That's just because they're a really competitive first team. It's really hard for a youth player to break into that team. Cole Palmer's the number one guy who comes to mind. Where I think he even told Pep, he's like, "Will you loan me, and then I can come back and try?" But Pep was like, "Either you're here or you're we're selling you." Um, and I. It's no knock to Pep. I mean, if you don't have room for a guy in the team that you're playing with, then yeah, let him go play first team football somewhere. But but Bobby, he's somebody that I would love to see actually integrated into this city lineup. I feel like Foden has been kind of at times pushed to the side, but I'd like to see a youth actually stay in the team and continue getting better. And he seems like a guy who'd be capable of doing that. But he's Norwegian. I did not know that. I did not know he's that. He's what? Norwegian. Really? I'm pretty sure. Damn, so he's going to play with Holland? Yeah. Off the left. Line. He's going to play on that incredibly high-achieving Norway team? Yeah. Let me double check that, yeah, but I'm pretty sure he's Norwegian. Triple check that. I just thought he was English. That was that was just my working assumption. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think you're right though, Tristan. I feel like City don't let their youth like they'll they'll, I don't know. they'll pop onto the scene for a little bit, but then they'll fade very easily. Um, yeah, Norwegian. Very interesting. There you go. But um, yeah, I don't think they give their youth enough chances and. It's you unfortunate. Think, you don't think so? I think they do. Well, I, I guess long term, they'll, they'll give them chances for a season, and they but they ne- they They've can just playing. never jump that next step of like I'm full time in this team now. Like I'm a Rodri, I'm a Bernardo Silva, I'm an Ederson. Like guys who come up and then stay in that team. I and again, it's like okay, or the worst case, you sell a guy like Cole Palmer to Chelsea for a ton of money, you you make them profitable, and then they play first team football. I'm not saying that's like a bad fate for no, any of the parties, no. but. Just for the sake of getting a guy th- up through the team that stays there for a while, I just think that's better for a club. But look at Trent for Liverpool. Like he's a player. Like they True. they they trust it. They have at least one player in their team. City has sold a lot of good young yeah, talent. Yeah, I'm not talking they, about that. I'm talking but about they've players done good stay. business. So it's but like, we're talking about. A player I mean, stays. Rico Lewis has been in the side for the last like two seasons, and he plays a good. I would. Say I wouldn't 50%. say he plays, but I still, if, plays like if they sold him when Cancelo was when Cancelo was on the outs, Rico Lewis played the whole second half of the season. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, can they stick to a guy? Right. They don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't stick co- to anyone. A lot of the big coaches don't do that. Conte doesn't do that. He he didn't. He never. He was known for never playing If there's that. someone True. that can do it, though, it's definitely Pep. I mean, they, they, yeah, have, yeah. they yeah. have Alvarez, and they don't stick to him. But they rotate not a, Bernardo. They, they have Foden. They He's a young him, player. You I get, say they did I get that what you're saying. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. But, but I think, would you not say that, like, Oscar Bob or Cole Palmer, they were in slightly different where they're still kind of scraping at the... And I get, yeah, there are guys like like Alvarez yeah. who gets rotated. There's guys that get rotated in and out, but I would argue a guy like Alvarez in the team is higher in the pecking order than like Bob would be or than Cole Palmer yeah. was. Like, who's, the, who, they're who's the other tall white guy they had, the striker who wasn't Cole Palmer? Do you remember First City? Yeah, there was... Oh, yeah. you I do, yes. He used to play all the time, too. Wait, I, who? I, I want to know this I is. understand, like, in, I... I Cannot remember his name. I think he was low. He was in that for like a week yeah. <laughs> or a few a few months. He was a, he was he, he was, was always pop in. I'd be like, wow, look at that guy. He was like a Wait, gi- he was like a giraffe. What he was he, he was yeah, really tall. I don't yeah. even know what year was he. Um, Connor, gonna, if you can find them, well yeah. done. I would love to know. But who this like is. City and it's, oh, it's like FA Cup games and stuff. Like 
City plays a lot of the youngsters. They're just so good, you don't even notice because they, all they have to do is play two or three right. first teamers, and like that team is still steady. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they rotate everyone. I do feel like, and also you look at their <coughs> players like Alvarez. He's not a youngster that came through the city ranks, but he's a young, young player, and he yeah. was bought. They just got these other two kids. They just signed someone from the MLS, and then they signed that sixteen-year-old mm-hmm. from yeah. Argentina. Yeah. So like. They have these young players that they buy, so they almost don't need to like develop that English talent. And um, I mean, Doku is another player. How old is Doku? What is he? Twenty two. Doku's pretty young. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah, Bob could like compete for that position. But I would say right now it looks like Jack Grealish got dropped to right. third string, and they're going to give yeah. these two youngsters more of the nod. Let me see if I can find this guy. But yeah, ultimately, I think it's just. Um, I'm just saying, it'd be nice to see City do that. I agree, and you're right. Pep is not the only big coach who's an offender of like having a tough time. Like Conte was probably ten times worse about that. Like Mourinho, oh, yeah. those guys don't let younger dudes break in. So Pep is still doing a job for sure. But uh, Mourinho's pretty good about it. Is he? Well, he's the reason. Yeah, I could be. Did did he? Maybe did it's Rashford just Conte. debut under him, or was that uh, that was under Van Hal? Van Hal, right? Yeah, but he's. I mean, he's given debuts to players, but it's more about consistency. And like actually developing a player into the first team, which isn't which is easier said, easier said than done. So I don't really hold it against play, uh, coaches, but Pep's the one to do it. I think he should. He's done it at Barca, and maybe another yeah, big were. injury for Newcastle. Joe Linton going down for the rest of the season today confirmed. It's a are they a torn they, hamstring or he he tore something in one of his legs? But Joe I thought Linton's it was only down, season no. ending if he gets surgery. I think he's. I think it was this morning. I saw he was like getting surgery, or he planned oh, on, or okay. they were. They made the call that he wasn't going to be coming back this season. But man, it's like there's one team that always ruins my Spurs have so many injuries. Argument. And I'm like, damn. I don't know who what who Newcastle pissed off in an earlier life to to be going through all of this. But what's like best case for Newcastle this season? Taking everything into consideration, like where are they right now? Do they top half? I would say. Yeah, I'd say top half. Honestly, there's a chance Eddie Howe could get sacked, in my opinion. I think that would be so unfair. That would, that would be so stupid. I think it's unfair, but I think it's the reality of the ownership of Newcastle. And, um, you know, they want success. So if they're not seeing it in Eddie Howe, they, they made Champions League. They've invested all, the, all this money. They've obviously had bad luck, but we talk about... Really bad. Well, we talk about, but we talk about, like... The, it's not uncommon for it to happen. Like, it is possible. But it is, if you're really trying to build something, I don't think, with how severe it's been for Newcastle, it's been like four months of the season they've been down like six to eight starters. Or like well, six to eight first-teamers. I'm just saying that it's normal for teams to do this. When City were building up, they had many coaches that came in and out. It's not It's not unusual for them to do that if Newcastle are trying to, like, mix that model with their with their ownership. So um, I think that it's possible that he could get sacked if they remain below eighth I, I would this is probably unpopular but I, I i don't i think it would be relatively understandable if he were to be sacked at the end of the season i think he's held to a much higher standard than a lot of other coaches are there's definitely an unfair aspect to that but it sounds really harsh to say which which makes me feel like i am being a bit harsh but like i think he has left a little bit left to be desired in terms of like a head coach of a newcastle position i understand that they've had injuries I think that only goes so far. There's only so many bad results that you can pin an injury on. There's a lot of other coaches who we won't name who are dealing with a lot of injuries, and we've seen their teams kind of continue that game plan or at least continue looking like somewhat stable clubs, even with all of the hits they've taken. So, like I said, it feels like it's harsh to say, which what means you mean? it probably you is. Went, but you guys went on a three-game losing streak. 
We lost three games of like four at one point, but like one, what I would say is Eddie Howe's mentioned the injuries quite a bit. A lot of times in press conferences, he's he's made his team look a lot smaller and weaker than I think they really are, which kind of plays into that identity thing. But uh, well, the argument with Spurs is that they've continued playing the same type of football and Andrews just managed the situation. I think it's a shit situation for Newcastle, but unfortunately it kind of does fall to Eddie Howe to manage it and work through it a little bit better than they've worked through. That's all I'm saying. I think... You know, the, the six or nine points of the two or three matches, if he had even gotten different results. The Champions League was really tough for them in certain stages, too. So, yeah, I would agree. I, I think it would be pretty unfair on him. I mean, first of all, he's done, I think he's done above and beyond for Newcastle. I don't think that club, like, even though they had money and they injected it, we've seen clubs inject money and do nothing. Mm. And I think he was the right coach, and he's done it well. So I think it would probably be a little bit, like, ungrateful of Newcastle. I don't mm. really rate them as a side, to be honest with you, like, that high. And sure. So, like, I think they just need to know that he's the guy for them and that he's done a lot for them. I'll put it this way. Say they do. Say the end of the season comes and they're not sure what they want to do with him. If the coaching market's really good, does that maybe make his – life a little bit more difficult as well if guys like and I know they're linked to other teams but like if guys like Mourinho or Conte are still looking for jobs yeah. if guys like Graham Potter are still looking for jobs not that he's held in super I, high standing in I English football but I, th- I think it's fair I mean if they give him the rest of the season and things don't improve and That's they're 10th and yeah, it's ugly yeah. I mean, I that, that I think is very reasonable for him to get the sack but if they're like going to do something within the next month or two I think that would yeah. be far too harsh um, and it's just like I don't know, derailing a squad that's been in tough form is when they've been under a manager for a little while now too is mm. would also be tough to deal with for the team that, that can't find form. So I think end of the season, if they reconsider, that's fine because then like they're get, that coach that's coming in is getting a full preseason, all that kind of stuff can get players they want. But <clears throat> anything earlier I think would be unfair. I think Eddie Howe did do – like when he took the team over, they were in a relegation spot. So like he – similar to what I described on last week with Arteta, like he took Newcastle higher with a lot less. Mm. So he should be given that little bit of cushion, just like Arteta took Arsenal to a title competition a lot sooner than he probably anyone else could have. Um, so I think it's fair to give Eddie Howe time and I think he's deserved it and he'll bounce back once he gets his full team. This is my last point, but I think we look at Arteta, we look at even Klopp and like, Coaches have been given time. The difference being, though, obviously Arteta was backed a little bit more than Klopp was financially, but I think the significance and financial backing that Eddie Howe has is going to weigh him down more than those coaches, and he will not be given the time that they were. I just think that's the reality of like what money does to the ideas of a club. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but now Newcastle have something invested, though, and I would say the players they've bought outside of, like, a couple like a Tanali or a Gimarash, I would say the rest of them are Eddie Howe players. Like, yeah, so no, I agree. Yeah. If you take them out, then like you got to consider that as just financial losses. Like a uh, Harrison Barnes, I think would completely disappear unless mm. Eddie Howe is the coach. Uh, he's been gone for the whole season or whatever for injury. So it's hard. I, I'd like to see a change of scenery for Eddie Howe. And I, I like him as a manager, but I don't, He's and he's done a great job with Newcastle. I, I agree with you there. I don't. I never really saw him fitting that well on that sideline. He doesn't, to me, seem like a guy who is the leader of a massive, rich club with super high standards. Newcastle are still making their way to that, but he, 
almost seemed like he was at his best with Bournemouth. That was kind of where he made his name in English football. He helped bring them up for the first time in their club's history. He helped keep them up for a little while. It ended mutually. Not you know, He wasn't sacked, which is a big thing. But Or I could see him on a team like England. Like I could see him in an inter- on an international team sort of being yeah. the caretaker that way. But And this is maybe credit to him. He just doesn't strike me as someone who's like a, like a Conte, Mourinho, big big time like cold cold blooded killer standing there on the sideline. He's just not too nice, but he just seems like someone who could really rally around the club that's trying to get promoted or like a yeah. bottom five team that's trying to stay it's, up. It's also tough to look like the sole leader of a club when your second man in command is like taking charge Crazy. over he you. Probably, he probably wants game. the job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean at this point it looks like he could take the job and look more fitting as the first team manager than Eddie Howe because Eddie Howe just kinda sits around or hangs around and he's the other guys out there I don't know screaming and yelling but yeah I get, I, I get what you're saying I I, I almost think like a, like a team like Luton or a team like like Fulham Eddie Howe could have really he's earned more than that no he but, has yeah, yeah. I think he has too I just think the reality of Newcastle and what their standards are going to be and if it remains England job I think that's yeah. what I'm saying. I yeah. think he'd be a great shout for that yeah. gig. Young, fresh, has a really good idea of the Eng- isn't self. Man, we would, see a, we would see a completely different England side too, which might be the most important thing. It, Southgate deserves prison time for the amount of <laughs> English talent he's kept home or on the sidelines. the The midfield that we dream of, that we've been denied the last like four tournament, the back line we've been denied. I mean, I think it will be a new era for England. So I kind of hope that that. That'd be cool. Yeah, we can kind of put that into the ether enough. But great game. But, I mean, man, even from a neutral standpoint, Spurs United was a deliciously watchable match. I would have enjoyed it more probably as a neutral. But, uh, I mean, I'll give my takeaway. Two minutes, Andrew, you give your takeaway, and then the neutrals can kind of jump in and and see what their thoughts were. But Spurs had 13 corners, scored off one of them. Um, If you you score one of every 13 corners, that's, like, insanely good. So I don't want to say we blew an opportunity, but with how good we are in the air, and we did have one where we smoked the crossbar too, I would have liked to see us get one more goal through those 13 corners because it seemed like that was where we were the most deadly. Um, I was really nervous about the midfield, and it turns out the midfield was our strong, the strongest part of that game. Skip was unbelievable. Hoiberg was unbelievable, and, and Bentancourt obviously got the game-tying goal and is really quickly getting the attention of a lot of other teams. So, I'm a little teeny bit disappointed not to walk away with three points because I thought we created a lot and worked hard all game, but a draw at Old Trafford when this is a United team that constantly shows up in a different way against big clubs, like I'm, it's not the worst thing in the world. So, Yeah, I thought United were definitely the lesser of the, the teams. Um, I'm, I'm most happy with the desire of our attackers to want mm-hmm. to create and want to score. Um, you could see that in the, the Rashford goal, the link up between him and... Hojland, or was it Garnacha? Was it Hojland? Hojland, and then Hojland actually scoring like the goal himself. He's someone that I think sick ass goal yeah, too. It was by an the amazing way, amazing goal, and I, I just that's something that we don't see enough of. Is yes, our like our the way we give games away in midfield. It's, that's what we did against Spurs. That they were they were running our midfield, um, they are back to front. We don't really connect. Um, the the back line to the midfield to our attackers really well. We kind of get lucky off. Um, deflections and individual thinking and creativity that, that you know, Garnacho provides um, and Bruno at times. But ultimately, I think we're still careless in possession. And the, the, the best takeaway is that we did fight mm. to, to get ourselves in a leading position. And then um, 
the 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 negative side of side of things which we're always seeing with United is that um, you know we concede right after we go up or mm. very sh- or shortly after we go up. So uh, I'm happy with the result. I'm not happy with certain aspects of the game, and that's what Ten Hag really needs to sort out. Is like how do you bring this team together and not just rely on individuals picking up the slack. Sure, um, Rashford was a player that did score, but for the rest of the game looked poor. Like. Gave the ball away in the second half. Yet the first half obviously scored, but like careless on the ball, decision making was poor. Um, looked lazy at times. I just feel like the change we needed should have came sooner. I would have liked to mm. see Ahmad Diallo come off the bench. Um, and yeah, now ultimately I think there there are areas that still need fixing. But I'm happy with the result, and it was a difficult, tough Spurs side that we're facing up against. Obviously, without Son, it's a little bit easier. But you know, mm-hmm. they made some signings and. It's always difficult playing this Spurs this season because how good they've been looking. But neutrals. <laughs> hey, I mean, not all at once, guys. Jeez, I don't like talking about these teams. Because you're um, afraid of them. No, not at all. But I mean, I think I didn't see the whole match, so I don't. I don't have too much to add. I think I was critical of United's midfield and complacency was Connor's keyword. On yeah, Sunday. And I think Bruno needs to do more, demand more of him as the captain. I think he gave the ball away a lot, which is what you're talking about. Andrew. like, you can't just piss away possession when you're trying to like have a foothold in a game. And some of his long balls, like I get it. You got to try those, but you're just like, you're asking to be attacked on. If you're just going to keep playing these long diagonals, when you're the person that's supposed to control the tempo of the game, Erickson, his net, I think he's gone. Like he's gone by. He's like a, a I don't know, aged fruit. Yeah. He, he just looks like he's not the guy that's going needs to be in midfield. To camera does not love Erickson. I've noticed <laughs> it's never panned to him, and he doesn't look like a sixty year old miserable man. Where he's yeah. just like, oh boy, I can't wait till ninety minutes. And <laughs> it's like you see him like near a ball, and you're like, another player could be a couple steps behind, and you're yeah. like, Erickson's still not going to retain possession here. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing that United have to fix. I think. The youngster looks really good, I but know, he yeah. need, he needs support around him to really grow into that position. Because at times I think his spacing is a little lackluster. Spurs, I mean, the way they play is going to get them goals. I think it's really impressive. My concern with them is when they don't have Van de Ven, the pace of him is that a sustainable system? But I mean, two two at Old Trafford that that's a really good result for Ange, especially considering. The center back pairing just came back off injury. Yeah. He said, like, they didn't, they hardly trained Big or whatever. Um, to start them. Together. Yeah. And honestly, a little risky to yep. like, give them a. Uh, With the healthy Dragashin on the bench, yeah, too, exactly. who came on, but still, it was a, <laughs> yeah. huge, it was a huge call that so, they made. Yeah. I, I guess that's my take on the game. I, the last thing I'll say, and, um, is that. Garnacho is United's best attacker, and I think he. I hope he doesn't go to waste at United because he is. <laughs> Neither do I, dude. He is a handful. Udogi has the pace to match, so he was able to get bailed out a couple times. But I mean, he's relentless. He's not someone you want to mark. He's like a player that now, when we match up with, I'm going to be very mm-hmm. worried of just because of his blistering pace. But I think he's the one player in that team that is never going to quit. Ojlan, I think, is another one, too. Mm. Yeah, but Garnacho's able to get on the ball more because he's willing to drop so deep. Um, uh, but he's he's an incredible talent. What's the that. ceiling with Garnacho? Jay, start with you. What, like, when all is said and done, on what, what do you think about him as a player? Because I think he's a, he's a really interesting 
player to sort of like predict what the path will be, what type of player he'll become. I've heard people say his sky's the limit for him. He could be one of the best attackers the Premier League has ever seen is a take I've heard many times or that he will kind of turn into what some of the other wingers have turned into where form drops. He struggles to find it again. But like what what type of player can he be? Uh, For me, I think. I definitely think the sky's. I think he'll be a great player. It's kind of hard with the newer generation because I do think there's a lot more distractions than there were in the past. Mm. And he's, you know, he's young with a kid, and like he's at the biggest club in the world, and he's starting. Uh, if he if he can manage to start in his natural position, which I think is left wing as opposed mm-hmm. to the right wing, I think he'll be a really good player for United. I can also see him leaving United, which yeah, is... Yeah, I can see that. I can, really? I can definitely see him leaving United. I was United. thinking about that, too, during the For game. another Prem team or for, like, Spain? I don't... Just like, a, you guys need a right-winger, a, right? a team of either the same or great... I don't know. Like, I can, I can definitely see him staying in that high echelon of clubs. I don't see him going any lower than a club like United, so... I agree. I... I would I would be kind of surprised to see him go. I that's not something I would like. I would have guessed if both of you think that as a thing. I thought that during, during the game, I was like, God, we could lose this player because like he looks, he's United so different. Don't sell players. He's, he's <laughs> a, don't think Ten Hag would. He'd be like, No, as long as I'm here, you can't sell Garner. I fucking need him. He's the only winger who's doing anything for me right now. I know. Don't sell him. He's just he's so different from every any other player we've had in the last few years in terms of like what a true winger is and. Yes, he could fall into that like echelon of players that just doesn't pan out. But I think his technical ability, his decision making, it's sharper than a eighteen year old. Yeah. So I think that that quality can that will get could get poached by you know a Madrid, a Barcelona. Those are the types of clubs I see him going to. I don't see him going to Germany. I don't see him going to another prem club. I think the only way he leaves United is if it's for a Spanish club. So Agreed. or PSG. Like that's maybe it. Maybe PSG because yeah. because which would be so there, lame. But yeah, yeah, because be, the yeah. glamour. Like looking at other players that have been there, Neymar, Mbappe, like Sold Herrera Messi. to them. Right. This yeah. is what I do when yeah. players go to PSG. Imagine those fit. Imagine <laughs> those fit checks. Oh my god. Yeah, he he's a he's oh just god. like a he is a he is kind of a fashionista. This guy, so I think. Yeah. Um, Jalen's right in that there are a lot of distractions for the new generation of players. There's more money involved. So um, I, I really hope we can continue to develop him to be a big player for the club. But um, as Connor mentioned as well, he's him and Hojlan are the only two players, in my opinion, that give their all for the badge um, at this point. Happy to see Lissandro back. Casemiro was on the bench. I think that's going to be a huge difference for our midfield. You talked about Mainu. I'm excited about him as a prospect. I think him and Casemiro linking up in the midfield will, will give him a lot more of a, mm. uh, like just freedom and like more comfortability, just controlling the ball and doing more risky things. But um, need to get Erickson out of there. Yeah, would like for Mount to come back soon. He's obviously dude. Injured. What what is going? He's been out for like three years. Yeah, it's I know. Felt like sometimes I forget he's in the club. But yeah. I, I think he's a good squad player to have. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot to look forward to. Um, and I'm happy with the result. I think it gives the, the team confidence. Just got to keep building on that. So, look, it's like it's like someone getting acquitted for murder, and then someone stealing a candy bar from CVS and going to prison for 30 years is how I'd summarize <laughs> the financial fair play situation in this league right now. Like we 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 give Ted Bundy a slap on the wrist because he sold a lot of Netflix eyes, but <laughs> but like Tristan it bought, like stole hair gel from the CVS up the street, and like I get my Ten head years. slammed into the counter. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "You're going to jail, punk!" <laughs> you know what they do to guys like you in jail? Um, 
it's just really it's really interesting the dynamic here. I think everybody's kind of in agreement that maybe a huge reason that the bigger clubs haven't been penalized is because they've made a lot of money for not just the Prem but for the game and for Champions League and for this and that. Um, but it's looking very much like both Forest and Everton are going to get hit with some type of sanction. Everton's already gotten it with the sanction this year. It only made them better. So I, <laughs> whoever Everton play after these sanctions come, I would be terrified. Um, but. I don't know. It's not like there's a whole lot to say even about this stuff. No one even has something well, profound. But everyone's everyone's comparing to the city thing and the city thing and what's happening with Everton and Nottingham like aren't the same thing. Like right, like city didn't get isn't getting bagged for financial fair play. They're getting bagged because someone in accounting fucked up for ten years. Sure, sure, but sure. It's sure. Not fucked th- up. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they fuck up on the finances? No, because like, don't you have it's to very, prove that the financial fair play is very apparent. Like you can't like you can't escape that. Like that doesn't just go under the radar. Like you see, like that those are transfers and like those are things that you don't just like you can't just. Put under the rug. Fudge the numbers. Yeah, like the accounting for City. I, I don't think those charges are the same that are happening at like Nottingham and Everton. Like, think about how many players Nottingham bought last summer. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised that Nottingham is. And like eventually, and eventually, those numbers like at to a point like they violate regulation. And like City, like City, yes, spends a lot of money, but like they're not like who did they who did they buy this past summer? Nunez, Doku. Doku, and but yeah, but they weren't they weren't like. But you're right, they weren't like. Doku was no. like 67 or 67. Something. They also sold players. Exactly. So like they didn't violate FFP this summer. Like they're no, in, but back when they came onto the scene, they did. Like yeah, they when this like, wasn't a thing, right? Like we can <coughs> yeah. say, oh, it was five years ago. Still a different time in world football. I way but, different. Yeah. But like realistically, like when have they have they have they spent like two hundred in a summer? Like. 250 in a summer like no like that's violating ffp like i don't think like over the years yeah they've definitely done some shady stuff in accounting i agree but i don't think it's the same thing like everton and nottingham have consistently been messing up with that stuff well not nottingham nottingham recently but everton Everton for sure yeah brought in ancelotti and bought all those players with him like it was just so glaring i guess there i I get what you're saying yeah but it also makes me Wonder how like like I know that the process can get done so quickly with like these clubs because to Jalen's point it is kind of out in the open what they're doing and you can't hide behind anything. But as far as city goes, like if they're being audited, it's like if you're being audited audited by the IRS when the IRS calls or says you need to prove this, you have to go to the table, you have to show them everything. So like. City better clear out their closets and show them everything. I would have to revisit what the specific charges yeah. are and what they're being investigated. You just burn for. your stuff. I've been doing it for years. So <laughs> yeah. doesn't bother you after well, like that. that's what that's what it feels like. It's going to happen. Is like city. Yeah, it's a it's a much more thorough investigation, and it's like oh yeah, it's back there somewhere. I just got to dig it up. But mm-hmm. as they as the time goes by, it feels as though it's just going to kind of get forgotten about because yeah. we're already so far off the period of time. We're already like five years gone from the peer, the window that they're investigating. Um, so what's being said is that um, they're in breach of leaks profitability and sustainability rules um, from the period of 2022 to 2023 season. Um, this is for both Everton and Forest. That's just like context. Which were both really tough years for both clubs, wins and losses wise, right? Yeah, Those and were two clubs fighting relegation. And Nottingham were just promoted. So like sure. think about how much they're spending and sure in regards to how much they're actually making. And ultimately I, I agree Jalen and in some aspects of like, okay, like, yes, there's different 
things that are being looked at and some things are harder to get a hold of than others, like a transfer, um, as opposed to, you know, how much players are being paid or, or what, how you delegate your money. Mm. But ultimately I think the league is doing a poor job and like following the legal process and what is, what are rules and what are laws? It's certainly sending the wrong message. They're not I applying think. the same, like you know, what's the word? Like they're not pacing it with city. They're they're kind of like letting it. Like they're not putting the same effort with sure. city as they are with Forest and Everton. Clearly, because there are charges against city, and I get that some things take time and some things take longer. It's just more that there's not really be there's no there's no new developments on the front. Maybe we're, we're not going to see that for years. Though. I know yeah. hundred and yeah. hundred and fourteen charges. Yeah. That's like they're going to send one file a month. And it's true that like the. I think the annoying caveat of all this is when we talked about these breaches city made months and months ago, we were running through what we think good punishments would be. Connor, your team was beaten by city by a number of points. I think even you said if, if that got taken away and they said, Connor actually Liverpool won that year, you go, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like you might, yeah. you might a little, right? Because it's bragging rights and you can say it's one more title over one, but you watched the season. You know how it ended up. It's just like we, if we, when we start to rewrite history on behalf of any club, it just becomes like an unreal thing. But yeah. I, your Jay, your point I think is the most important one. Is unfortunately they're two separate entities, and it's really not a great use of time to try to compare them or use use City's lack of punishment as like an excuse for Forest or for Everton to not have punishment. Because yeah, sure, buying one hundred and seventy five million dollars worth of players might not be breaking any rules, but eking the corners to make your club more profitable in a season you might get relegated. Like, yeah, I could see that, you know, them needing to drop the hammer on that. It's also probably easier. There's less number. It was more recent. It was easier to sort of crunch everything together. That could have been affected yeah. by that. But it's like in city's case, it's not so big. They give up, but it's like, um, sorry, they breached the and sustainability. Right? Yeah. Profitability. Which is and that sustainability. like city have Rules. charges like, Amongst the hundred plus charges, like there are charges for City, those same charges where they breached them for like this says like Manchester City were also alleged to have breached the Premier League's profitability and sustainability rules during three seasons, 2015, 16, and then 17, 18. So like that's when, are, that's definitely when they spent the most money. Remember, they bought like are, nine million dollars. Oh billion yeah, dollars. Like, so like there are some of the same charges in the mix, but it makes sense why they have to process the whole Manchester City case as yeah. one. Yeah, so like nothing. That was their De Bruyne and Sané coming off the bench here. All I'm saying <laughs> is, all I'm saying is, we just better hope that City actually face some repercussions. Yeah, I, know, like, I agree. Like out of just like justice for like other, like obviously like rules are rules. Like I don't, I'm not saying Everton and Nottingham aren't guilty and they shouldn't be met with lawsuits and point deductions if they're guilty, but city should also face this. Like you treat every team the same. Mm -hmm. Like you have yeah. to. Okay. I understand. So someone tweeted like this couldn't like people don't understand what Levy's doing at Tottenham as to like the profit and sustainability uh, <laughs> because of like the Preach. whole, like the NFL thing. Like yeah. he's constantly getting money into the club and like different. So they're like, like so, I think he's someone tweeted like these clubs aren't catching on. Like you gotta, like you gotta do more than football. Like it's just like, it's just yeah. that time. And look, age. there's no one who's made me want to slam my head into brick walls more than Levy in recent years. But I, I don't think I've ever said he's a bad football owner. Tottenham are, 
consistently at the top of the list in terms of profitability. The deal with the NFL was massive, massive, and that's something that's now going to be a yearly thing. We're doing like race car, go-karting, whatever the hell. It's Formula One. <laughs> so go-karting. Going to do some sort of competitive go-karting, I imagine. Uh, there's a fellow Lewis Hamilton who drives a Prius real fast or something like that, and they're going to bring him in to do some tricks. But no, I mean, it's like it's the same thing. It's, it's really important to... We have different avenues of revenue for this exactly. It makes it annoying as a fan to go, why are we haggling over two million when we made a hundred billion and in a bunch of different partnerships last year? But yeah, I mean, it's like not to not be in that position is worth its weight in gold years from now. Whatever you accomplish today, if it's not put into question five years from now, it's like that's the real victory kind of. But interesting, and it shouldn't be too long here before I think these are announced. Right, I think like within the week we'll find out what. Will be happening to both clubs. Imagine. I don't know how long it'll. Everton is going to be sick to their Sean. stomach. <laughs> if if if, if Sean Dyche keeps him up, though, he is going to be hailed as a god. That's statue shit, shot, dude. Yeah. That's bald headed statue Straight shit. Up. That's incredible. The type of football that's going to be played by them is going to be absolutely disgusting. Just <laughs> <laughs> like fist. Yeah, <laughs> literally anything we need to do. Uh, Jose Jose Mourinho is sacked by his fifth club as of I think either earlier today or late last night. Um. Another guy I think maybe can do away with club football and should maybe foray into a national team. England, great option for for Jose Mourinho. I, most clubs, I think, could could benefit from a guy like that. What are your thoughts? Do you think he more club football in his future, or do you think he should hang it up? What do you think about old he's Jose? He's still relatively young for a coach, I think, right? He's in his 50s. I think he might just look really damn good. Yeah, he might, just, he might just look good. I mean, he's not. Old. He's not Ancelotti, but he's definitely not as. Young. Maybe he isn't as. F- no, he's no, no he's, he's not. not. There's no. Jurgen's like he's sixty. 60. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah, so he's at that like five. Like yeah, and Jurgen's so years. ugly. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel like I feel like five fault, to seven more years is like the realistic timeline of Mourinho. I just feel bad for him. England, England, England. I don't feel bad for him. I think I mean, he. I he's think he's probably happy. He's I don't like, feel bad for I, him. I don't no, he's he emotional. Loves, he loves Roma. No, but yeah. I think no. I th- he I th- loved th- Tottenham. He like. He, if we, I think it more so than we, we realize. He is hurt when clubs do sack him because he said the same thing about Spurs. There's I, no I, reason a coach like that should be at that club. No, to be honest I'm, with I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying that I think he's not. Ha- I think he is happy with himself as a coach. Like he knows how good he is. He knows yeah. that he's fine. Yeah, that's never in question. Like I think he's. I mean, he was a shit, sir. He got tossed out of like five matches and the season's only halfway over, but he was emotional on his like way yeah, out. No, he, was, he was like was, departing yeah. and the fans were praising him and everything for everything he's done. But I, re- I, I feel bad for him because I feel it's known that he has his like pets. What does he have? A dog or a cat that he yeah, is in yeah. love with. But oh, yeah. outside of football, like he's, it doesn't feel like he has much, you know? So it's like got a buttload of money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but it's, it's, it's either a lot like of compensation packages. Uh, be be lonely and like I, I I feel like he needs the game and he he feeds off the game for excitement for energy uh, and that's when we see him at his best and I, I whatever reason like he's never managed my club or any, done anything good for me but for some reason when I see him like upset it makes me upset. Yeah, <laughs> the best is like post match games. Well, not the best, but like the most you feel it is like post games in the prem when like things didn't go his way and like he's just so angry. I'm yeah. like so he's sad. The, like defeated like he looks defeated. Yeah. The like, undisputed king of the press conference which for football managers is saying something. That's not a low bar, but he is consistently I mean this is football heritage. This what else is we have we heard no, him say like, behind the mic like, that like, it's like it, the same managers who have won that one gestures on the pitch. I have yeah. won three. Yeah. S R E. That's we have that for Mourinho. <laughs> 
football and heritage is used all the time. I mean, with the, the Mourinho-isms are like, you could, there's whole highlight reels. There's player comps and then Mourinho presser comps, and both are equally entertaining. But the game needs him. The game still deserves Mourinho. I would, I, I don't think he will. I would hate to see him hanging up to any capacity. Maybe take a break towards the end of the season. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Go spend time with the dogs, with the family. But, uh, yeah, I, w- I would like to see him go international, something a bit more stable and something where he's maybe not asked so much of, like, you know, with schedules and with... If he can just show up to a practice once a month where the guy, he's like, hey, everybody's back in, and then he can kind of really rally the troops for, like, World Cup or for, you know, whatever, Europe Cup. Like, I don't know. I'd like to see him at an international club now. I can't believe he got sacked. They're in ninth mm-hmm. place. Yeah, they... They, they, they were... They're not a good... Like, they weren't a good club before him. They, no, they weren't. He got him a trophy. Mm-hmm. They went to the Europa League final. Like He recruited they, good players. He recruited good players. He also didn't really get a lot of money to buy no, those players. Yeah, and they right. sold they don't so have a lot many of money. players. Tammy Abraham was the only guy I can think of them. The only signing I can They didn't, really like, remember. break the bank in, like, a... And he made his team, like... To get those players in that, like, he's the one that drew those players there, and it became a Mourinho team so clearly. Like, the players that he had there were him through and through. That, like, almost made you want to watch Roman. I, and I, this, he had the same effect on Spurs that when he was sacked a week before our cup final versus Man City, like, meant all, almost all of the players put on their Instagrams, like, I'm sorry we couldn't do this for you, Gaffer. Thank you so much, Gaffer, for being here. Hey, Kane spoke very highly of Mourinho from his time at Spurs, so... I think Mourinho loses the fans very quick, but it takes a lot for the players to turn on him. So I wouldn't be surprised if many of the Roma guys were still like, fuck, I mean, we weren't doing well, but like, I don't think it was his fault. Like, they were, so in their last five games, he won one match, and the point drop off from fourth to ninth is like five points. So he oh, could have like yeah. picked up like two yeah. points, and a couple teams could have lost, and he would have been right back yeah. up there. Well, geez, I was looking at it like even a month, like a little while ago. For whatever reason, I was checking in on it, and like they were fifth. Yeah, uh, and like they were doing really <laughs> well, and they, they had just beaten someone. I was like, so I was shocked. His hear, last but. two sackings, a bit. I mean, it would be fair to say because of the reputation he brings with him. Maybe owners are a bit knee jerk to sack him. They know once once he says a couple things like "oh, I makes comments about players not having players," or once he said once he gets angry in one press conference, I I do think owners right away are like, you know, like what he's capable of behind the mic if we let this keep going, and they maybe kind of get him off the chopping block quickly. But I agree, I was a little surprised they got rid of him. Yeah, and they hired like Darasi, and I just like don't. It's like he might end up in a, a worse spot. He's a yeah. legend, yeah, but. I don't know. Imagine like the Chelsea Lampard. So was Frank Lampard. Yeah. Yeah. The Chelsea Lampard situation. Hire a great player because it's worked out so fucking well for the teams in England the last five seasons. Pardon my French. Like, I hope I'm proven wrong and that Durasi does well. Oh, sure. But but I. I, You saw at Milan was also atrocious. I I can't really see Durasi being more of a coaching mastermind than. Jose Mourinho. But. No, the, I agree. With yeah. the, with the agree. players, too. Like, with the yeah. like, and in this position, yeah. too. Like, now kind of having to face the music a little bit. You're, you're looking down the barrel of what could be a very difficult or great end of the season for Roma, but there's no promises in that league. And, yeah, that can go, that can on, go tits up on quick. The, on the point of international football. England. Um, I mean, yeah, but I guess the question that I have is, do you feel that He's an incredible manager. There's no doubt about that. But do you feel that he's better suited to manage international? Or would you worry that because he's dealt with a specific slate of players, I feel like he's a big recruiter where he needs his type of players. Do you think he could find success at the international level, even though he doesn't get to choose his players? 
It definitely depends on the side. He'd need to make the right decision in terms of the team he went to. It's like, why well, say England because of how much it's an embarrassment of riches at the youth level. You want a, you want a young defensive minded guy. We got him. You want a young defense or offensive minded guy. There's so many things to choose from that England side, which is like why I think that that's just like my, my grab bag team where I'm like, they kind of already kind of like already a really nice team. If you can kind of get the guys rallied together, but maybe not though. Like Brazil, I could maybe see who's Brazil head coach right now. I forget. Is he like a mainstay? I don't know, but I, 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 totally, I, wanted to I, Lottie, I so. totally forget his name. I don't think he'll be international. I think he'll go. To, he'll find a club he soon. Managed. I could see him at Portugal. I could see him at a club in Portugal. I, but uh, that's cool. a good point. I think he like he does like to build a team, and I think like he he complains so much about like the schedule congestion. He loved <laughs> complaining about the weather and how we had to play th- three games in a week in England. I think he kind of likes that. He it comes off like he's like this is this is supposed to be the best league in the world, and we don't know if we're going to kick off an hour before the game. I kind of think he likes that. I think he likes the craziness of the prem. He likes that the schedule gets congested, and he can talk about that if he wants to. He likes that it is the best. Also, too, it's the best league in the world. He will see himself, rightfully so, as one of the best managers in the world. So he might not want to do. He might say, "No, hell no! I got two or three years of club football left in me before I really should." Had a nice place on the on an international sideline and then call it quits. But I could see both. But I just, I mean, I don't. It's mostly that I want to get. This. I could see him at MLS too. Really? Like which? I'm like a like a staple That's on the MLS side. Really? Well, think about it though. Think Who about. Who he managed, dude? LAFC. Uh, what, is he gonna go to Minnesota? <laughs> That'd be I mean, sick as shit, dude. DC United. Like Inter- I'll no, pay his wages to Miami. Enter Miami. Would like be, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. Like that would be like the one team. No, I legitimately could see him like being like, "Fuck it, I've, I've done it." Like he's just that. Yeah, but why he's is that not judgmental? I agree why, with you. Why is, like he's just like I'm gonna win everywhere. I'm gonna yeah. go. Like that's a great, I'll win like, in America. He'll get paid so much money. I would just go to Germany. Like I, why would I go to Germany? Germany? Yeah. No, I'm saying like I'm saying like down the road, not right now. I think uh, like like ending off his career. Like it's not. I thought you, I thought you meant now. I was like what right the now? <laughs> Mourinho to LFC. I mean, Messi to Miami was like that was a fucking eh. that was insane. You're right. yeah. We I did say like, Messi would never come to the MLS for a long time. Yeah, it's so not going to work. I so. think Mourinho managing in the MLS is just not glorified. It's like Henri. Like, 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 I couldn't even name a, a, a manager like in the MLS. Phil Neville. I mean Bruce <laughs> Bruce Arenas or whatever. I could I see Mourinho like, doing it. Yeah, I could not. see Mourinho doing it for a laugh. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, just being yeah, like, yeah. "Yo, watch me win yeah. MLS." <laughs> him, him and the American. What are you going to say? And he gets a trophy. He has the tattoos. He gets the MLS cup on his. Uh, watch arm. me win with Minnetonka, Minnesota, Minnesota. <laughs> The, Amer- the American press, it would go crazy. Well, he, he, would, would, he would rip them apart. He would get to LAFC, and he goes, I've wanted to coach Galaxy for a long time. And they go, <laughs> no, this is LAFC. And he goes, oh, I didn't know that. Oops, I think I got on the wrong plane. How many MLS teams are in there? Imagine the players he'd bring here, though. That'd How many cool. MLS teams are there? No, well, in, the, in California, there's, there's something. San Jose Earthquakes, both LA oh, teams. Yeah, I think that's all of them. But, um, San Diego. San Diego. It's oh coming. my god, dude! <laughs> so this is the last MLS. San season. Diego we, FC. <laughs> we don't. We don't have that badge in the in the MLS. It's, enjoy it while you can. Uh, Howler of the weekend. Baller of the weekend. Guys, each owe me one. I don't care which order you I'll do it or who goes how, first. I'll go Howler first. Howler go first. Timo Warner's attempt from uh, oh. thirty yards. Oh. <laughs> dude, you knew that that was going to make the rounds. And, say, and what I didn't mention, Timo did get an assist that game. I should have shouted that out, but. 
Dude, the two misses were bad. The, dude, the miss that went way over the net was bad, but when the one-on-one when he let left and he tried it like way wide, I was like, he did not look like he wanted to shoot the ball at all. <laughs> no. But that he miss Chelsea was flashbacks. <laughs> the miss was legend. I knew the Chelsea folk would love. Like I'm like, dude, all of the Chelsea fans watching oh, this yeah. game are like, yes, thank you. Watch. Uh, my howler is Onana being not confident that enough was mine. <laughs> not confident enough where he could miss a united game because he's too afraid to lose a spot to the backup goalkeeper mine was him staying and then missing the game yeah, that nice. could go to i saw a picture of, of him like at the game like in his like gear in the just tunnel like, right yeah. just like this he's like <laughs> he didn't get named yeah, the, the captions like onana is the funniest player like you wouldn't <laughs> trade him for anything yeah that was hysterical <laughs> that was my howler too uh jalen my howler I don't know if it's because, like, I don't understand the game. I was talking to Connor about this. Is the linesman during the Everton game, when, or the referee during the Everton game, when he called, when he gave Tarkowski a yellow card, oh, but yeah, then came mm, in on the tail end of but that. But didn't get called for a place down foul. Like, yeah. It was bad. Oh, it was like yeah, when yeah, he got, yeah. like, nailed and he was just, like, pissed and they all started fighting. And I forget the situation. I don't know if Tarkowski got a card, but it was just, like, a regular throw in. But he, but it, he got a card for a foul, but there was yeah. no foul played. It just became a throw. The fouls have never made less sense because they changed the rule to now if you if you make any gesture towards the ref or tell them to give a yellow, that in itself is worthy of a yellow. But that has been the dissent stuff has been. Dude, it's cra- it, the, it's like so much. What people say holding in the NFL, you could call holding every play if you wanted to. Dissent could is like such a more extreme version of that. It's like. It's truly up to the ref's discretion in a way where, it, like, it can never be. Yeah. Like the amount of guys we see going like this or going like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, okay, if the rule is if you go like this, right. it's yellow. Ten times a game, someone does that to know, and then of course the game ends and they point out he got a yellow for doing that and he didn't. Bad makes Very more bad. of a gray area. We do the last thing refs need as a whole is more questions being asked of them right now, and that would be. Oh my god! It's like we said about VAR. The refs should get together and be like. Look, like some of it's our fault, some of it's not, but because my family's getting death threats probably or after <laughs> after the game I'm getting shit said to me. For my case, let's make this a bit more clear. But yeah, yeah they go hand in hand, with, hand in hand with the dissent stuff. But uh baller. I'm gonna go um Kevin De Bruyne. Good pick. Classic pick. The king is back. That was my pick. I'm going another city guy. I'm going Bernardo Silva for his back heel goal. Oh, oh that was so dirty. Yeah. So clean, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Man, Oscar Bob even could have like that was a sick oh, finish. That, too, t- dude. that touch yeah. was crazy. That's, yeah. That was I mean, silly, like dude. Ten minutes. The that look, goal lot. was absurd. Yeah, the the goal. Yeah, bra- a brace and a goal from De Bruyne is just insane. Oscar Bob is doing what United wanted Sancho to do. And score brace. No, well, I'm sorry. I mean, I meant just saying. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I thought it, the goal and the assist. Goal and assist. Two points. Do they call it points in in football? Is that like an NHL? A goal and assist is a point. Like both of them are points. In American football. They don't use points. Like no, no. Right. Um, I don't think so. Okay. No, isn't it contributions? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Baller was De Bruyne. De Bruyne, Bernardo, KDB. I'm going Bentoncourt. Sorry to pick a Spurs guy. Sorry, I know it's I Rolls Royce. I know it's I Roll. Like he was in the Madison position. I was really nervous about that. I still think. I mean, getting the goal was his best offensive contribution that day. It's really still the bread and butter is ball possession. But like, he's only. He's only going to look better as we get healthier, and he's also like one of the midfielders who will be in that lineup regardless of how strong we're trying to go. I mean, he he's kind of one of our he's kind of our most important player right now. That guy in the middle of the field. So, 
extremely happy and suffered two massive injuries. And the second he was healthy, started and played the entire time and looked incredible too. So there was no period of readjustment for him. So thank God for that. Boys, that's 190. 190. 190. We'll see you all. See you next week, huh? See you then. 